Okay, guys, welcome to this week's Fife Property Update. We're looking across the whole of the Fife Property Market from the 6th of November to yesterday, the 12th of November. This is looking at every single property. It's coming to market with every single estate agent uh, right throughout Fife um, for, for that period. This will give us a good idea about supply and demand and where we are right now in terms of where we're coming into the what is traditionally um, um, seen as a quieter uh, time of year. Um, and traditionally, I tends to be a lot less properties coming in the market versus a lot less properties actually selling. So it'll be interesting to see the figures this week. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to look back as well to November at this time last year and look at these figures for the week just to demonstrate uh, where we are in comparison to where we were the year before. I'm um, going to be talking about a couple of articles and, as usual, the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow, which we're going to talk about, um, which will actually be the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow, will be... Um, if I can grab it, how to retire early. Yes, I'm going to tell everybody how to retire early. Um, and I'll tell you about that towards the end of this uh, uh, this this programme. We'll be over in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, you want to ask questions, please feel free. This is a golden opportunity to ask questions on this when we're actually going through. So let's look at the numbers this week across the five property market. We're also going to be talking about what's coming onto the market in terms of what we've got coming on, what's actually sold as well. So it gives you an idea of what prices are actually going for right now. So this is actually really interesting um, um, from well, from my point of view. It's really interesting. I don't know if anybody else's point of view is really interesting, but hey ho, let's uh, let's get on with it. Um, okay, so um, this time um, we have 142 properties coming onto the market. We've only got 82 selling in the same week. That's literally an oversupply of 60 properties in terms of the market itself coming on and not actually sold. So there seems to be a huge influx coming into the Fife market. Now we look by region. This is quite important though. This is really a really good revealing statistic. If you look by region, Cooper seems to be fine. Five coming on, six actually sold. So that's actually quite a good market and quite stable. East Nook, three versus three. St Andrews, 10 versus five. No surprise in St Andrews. 50% actually selling of what's coming on because they're at the higher price point range as well. Leadmouth, eight came on, 13 actually sold. Dunferman, here's them, the central to West Fife properties. So this actually shows you, this is quite revealing. Dunferman, 55 came on, 31 actually sold. So it's a huge oversupply there. Glenrothes 26 versus 10. Kirkcaldy 35 versus 14. So you can see all that oversupply is really coming off from Central to West Fife. From Leavenmouth, near enough Central as well, to East Fife, there tends to be a stable, good market. It going quite well. As business as usual, um, but we'll we'll see over the over the next couple of weeks how that's going to pan out and if that's going to stay like this all the time. Let's have a quick look at what it was like last year at this point in time. So 142 versus 82, so an oversupply in the market. Last year it was 107 versus 114. Now I looked at the either side of this, which is week one and week three, and this is week two of uh, November. And it actually demonstrated the same same activity. It was actually undersupply, oversold. So huge demand in comparison. So we're now, it clearly, you can see that transition switched into the fact that we've now got a lot more properties that come on the market than we did before. Uh, let's take a quick look, actually. Um, if I could, by the, by the magic, uh, just bear with me because I'm going to do this live to see if I can actually get this. I'm going to pop on a Zoopla and show you uh, where Zoopla is right now. 
in terms of the number of properties actually available for sale throughout Fife, because this is actually quite a startling and revealing statistic. Um, so uh, six or seven months ago, we were sitting at 550 overall. Uh, just now, um, I'm just going to type this in, Fife, uh, and I'm going to say what's available, all available only, not what's actually sold. Um, so we can see there straight away, 982 on. So if you work that out, 982 versus 550 uh, in terms of the numbers, um, we'll do a quick calculation here, 952 versus, uh, I mean, I could probably get off the top of my head, but I want to be exactly right against this. Uh, so we've got 982 minus 550, 432 divided by 550 is an, uh, about a 78 to 80% um, more supply on the market, according to the Zoopla statistics. This is the one we use all the time than it was seven months ago. So what does this, why do I mention that? Because we are now seeing this huge amount of properties come onto the market. So what it tells me is it will take a bit longer to sell a property. Um, when you look at the numbers here, and I'll just calculate this for you, if you take 982 and divide that by 6500, which is 6500, which is roughly what's sold every year, that's 15 times 52. Um, that's 15%. So 15% of 52 weeks, uh, it takes on average eight weeks to sell a property now. Um, so before it was taken um, on average three to four weeks, now it will be taking about eight weeks, which is almost two months to sell a property. So if you're if you're if you're three months if you're three weeks in, if you're four weeks in, if you're five weeks in to selling your property and you're thinking nothing's happening, why is this not sold yet? It, remember, the amount of time it's taken to sell a property has actually gone out now. So just be patient. That's the key here. Um, if you're not getting any activity at all, then you need to speak to your estate agent about that and actually say to them, why am I not getting any activity at all? I need, you know, why would that be? Uh, and then they'll have a conversation with you if they've not had a conversation with you now about it. But it will take a lot longer. And then again, when your property goes on, you'll see as well that other properties are going on. So potentially in your price bracket, there might be more competitive properties coming on against yours, which makes yours look less attractive. Um, and it was at that point in time, but because other people's properties have come on, it's maybe not now. Uh, so again, that's the overall picture you've got to see uh, in terms of what it is, because it, it, people will actually say, well, I tell you what, I've got a 300, I've got a 400,000 pound, I've got a 200,000 pound budget. Um, what will I get for 200, 300, 400,000? What will I get for 100,000? They put that in the price brackets and then you see what you're competing against, against every other property. And um, that's what that's literally what everybody does. That's what you do yourself more than likely. Um, you see what you're competing against. You see what you've got to buy. So as a buyer, put your buyer's hat on and think to yourself, if I was looking at my property and I was looking at these price bands, you know, what would be competing against me? What other properties would other people, other buyers have the choice of? Um, but as I say, it's taking a lot longer to sell a property because there's a huge influx of property coming into the market. I suspect that might actually go up past a thousand, um, but that's no surprise as more people actually make decisions about moving and more people think, well, I'll tell you what, I'll do it now rather than do it next year. So you're going to see a huge influx possibly coming on this year, but the beginning of next year, you'll probably not see that much in comparison potentially um, for that very reason. Everybody's making decisions now to do it in order to sell for next year.
So they're actually just bringing their plans forward. Um, more, more or less, more people are bringing their plans forward. And the reason for that is because if they move now, they can get a better fixed rate deal now. And we're going to talk about this in the midweek show on Wednesday um, at one o'clock. So we're going to talk about this. If they move now, they can get a better fixed rate now than they can if they move next year, if interest rates are due still to go up, as predicted by the, the, by the Bank of England. Um, and also the economy as well is due to take a couple of hits in terms of in terms of inflation, in terms of growth as well. So they, all these implications of uncer- create uncertainty in people's minds. So they potentially want to be certain about things that uh, come through as well. Um, so they want to be certain about that uh, and, and, and make sure that actually happens. Uh, let's just jump back uh, to uh, my previous uh, post and we'll carry on here. I thought I'd just divert there. And just show you something different for a change. So here we are. Um, so let's talk about then. Let's talk about then. Uh, one of the shows actually we did this week was actually yesterday. Uh, well, actually, um, it was the one about Rishi Sunak as PM. What will it mean for five house prices? Now, that was actually a really good show. And we went in depth into detail about what that actually meant. Um, I, and I often get asked it, what, what, how will it affect five house prices? Um, and how many things that affect house prices. But... When it comes down to it, it's simple supply and demand. Um, in 2009, here's an actual really um, a revealing thing for you. Um, it shows you about numbers because we are talking about numbers and it might go over a 1,000 people. Well, that's a lot of property in comparison, almost double what it was six or seven months ago. Uh, but remember, in 2009, the number of properties that came onto the market in Fife uh, jumped drastically. In March 2009, it was 1,887 were available for sale throughout five. And then in October the same of the same year, it had actually risen to 2,846, where people actually started dumping the properties onto the market because the impending credit crunch had actually happened. Now, that's not what we are in just now. And the reason for that is, and let me just digress here um, for that reason. There's a couple of things that actually highlight in here. And I keep telling about, I keep talking about it all the time. Um, in comparison to the other times of 1988 crash and also the 2009 crash, um, there's significantly more people actually don't have a mortgage. Actually, 56.25% of people are shielded from interest rate rises. So that will not affect them at all. A lot of people actually don't have that. Uh, today, 17 out of 20 people in homeowners are on capital repayment mortgages, uh, which means that there's, they have more equity than ever. So negative equity in comparison to the credit crunches before will no, no longer be an issue. Um, we're still at extremely low interest rates in comparison to other periods. In fact, 17 out of 20 homeowners are on long-term fixed-rate mortgages right now with an average of 2.14%. Um, now, they will come out at some point in time, but this is what we're going to talk about on Wednesday and the fact that if you're going to come out in the next year or six months, maybe it is actually starting to work out. Um, actually, maybe, <laughs> maybe actually, would you consider coming out early and possibly paying an exit penalty but actually getting a better fixed rate deal for the next five years from now at a lower rate rather than actually wait till next year and have to pay a higher rate and what how that balances off. But I'm going to talk about how you calculate that on, on Wednesday's show at one o'clock. Uh, home buyers have also been stress tested at between 6 and 7% mortgage rates since 2014, which will mean we'll not see significant number of houses being dumped onto the market. There's still over 5,000 mortgage products available as well, uh, and starting from 2.95% at 60% loan to value. Um, so the availability credit is still there as, as before. And, and, and also, 
20% in actual one in five people actually rent their properties. And interest rate rises actually won't affect them. And the rent freeze in Scotland until March 2023 means that won't rent, rent rises won't affect them either. Uh, remember, the difference as well is UK unemployment is still at a record low of 3.5%, meaning people more people are actually working and earning than ever before. So the economic conditions surrounding the house price crashes are now no longer there in comparison. Yes, inflation is extremely high. But I believe that nothing, nothing, subject to nothing seismic actually happen in the world, uh, five property values will be broadly neutral and possibly might actually slow down and drift down in the next 24 months, uh, which will equate to around about a 4 to 6% less in a couple of years' time in terms of the value of the property in comparison to these prices. But literally, that'll just take you back to summer 2021 in terms of prices. So there's nothing really to be concerned about. It's just a, a short-term um, oversupply of property coming into the market in terms of where we are right now. So that's the, um, that's the Rishi Sunak article. So you can click on that if you want, and you can listen to the podcast or watch the show or read the article itself. The article takes three minutes. But the podcast and the show gives a lot more insight into it from our expertise and our experience point of view. Uh, let's talk about what's coming onto the market. We'll jump onto that. Uh, quickly, what's sold? And then we'll talk about what's coming onto the market. Okay, sold this week. Why did I tell you what's been sold this week? So you get a really good idea about what actually uh, prices are going for. Uh, so this was in Carden Den, uh, Dundonald Park Carden Den, actually. This was sold in three weeks. It's a three-bedroom semi-detached house. And this was on us offers over 140000 So this is a this is a typical, um, I've actually seen this style as well. Typically, it's local authority, corner plot. Um, this style is actually quite prevalent right through at Fife, especially the Schooner area of Leaven, and also potentially up in the St Andrews area as well. I've seen that as well. And I think I've seen it over in Cooper as well. And um, so it was actually quite a... a, a, a common style um, and actually a really popular style actually and because it had a bedroom on the downstairs and it had an open plan living room to dining room at the back and the kitchen off the back and the two bedrooms upstairs in the bathroom and um, so really good design of property um, quite popular so if you've got a property like this in any area in Fife um, these are really really popular uh, good family homes good starter homes good actually um, um, uh, moving homes from uh, flats into into this type of style for a growing family as well. Um, potential sometimes, this one would be out the side to extend or even sometimes out the back, um, some people have actually done as well. Uh, this one in Station Road in Windigates, two-bedroom flats are still selling quite well um, and this was on offers over 70,000. Um, so this went away as well. And King David Street in St Monans, this is a three-bedroom ground floor apartment, very popular, um, these styles as well. New owners delighted with a new home in the new village, um, and it was listed at offers of about 125,000. So that gives you a good insight into what properties are going for in each of these areas. Watch out for coming soon. Sandy Craig Road in Pitt and Weem, we've got coming on. Uh, that'll be a two bedroom detached bungalow, so watch out for that one. Uh, St Andrews Road in Largo Ward, I'll be doing my pre portal for that tomorrow afternoon. That's a three bedroom detached bungalow. Um, Wingfield and Crail, one-bedroom ground floor apartment is coming on as well. Miller Terrace, yep, Miller Terrace and St Monans, a three-bedroom terrace house will be coming on. I'll be doing a pre-portal this week for that one. And Methyl Brain Methyl, um, this is a two-bedroom semi-detached cottage, will be coming on as well. If any of these properties, if you like the sound of these, and these streets and that style of property, then message us direct on this post and tell us which one you're interested in because I tell you what, 
you need to get in line with some of these because they will be extremely popular. And if you're not fast, you're last. Even though there's an oversupply in the market, certain types of properties, if it's what you're looking for, it's your dream home. That's it in the reality. So you've got all these properties on the market. You've got a lot to choose from. But I tell you what, you can only choose one. And if somebody else is wanting that property as well, then if you're not fast, you're last. Uh, let's just quickly cover one of the other shows I did yesterday. Letting up. Uh, could rising inflation spell good news for landlords? Um, actually, um, I did that with Richard yesterday, and we talked about certain subjects. Uh, does inflation affect our daily life? How does inflation affect our daily lives? How does inflation affect mortgages and debt? Inflation is the best thing for mortgages and debt because it reduces the value of the debt. What do I mean by that? Watch this show. Definitely listen to the podcast. It reduces debt inflation because what happens is just like your money in the bank, it, it, the, the value of the debt actually goes down with inflation because if it's, for example, 100,000 at the start of the year, inflation is 10%, really that 100,000 debt would end up buying 90,000 by the end of the year in debt. So effectively, uh, if you've got, uh, there's differences in debt, by the way, there's not good debt, which is credit cards and everything. And then there's also good debt, which is used to uh, fund uh, companies and actually make money on that debt. Um, so that's, that's, that's debt used for a purpose. Um, and that's the type that we're talking about, which actually, it's actually debt, debt um, destruction uh, in terms of inflation. That's what it does to. Um, so we talked about that on the show and how does inflation affect property prices and rents as well? How does inflation affect savings and investments? How does inflation affect landlords costs as well? So that's a really good show. If that's the sort of thing you want to listen to. Um, podcast is on there, the show's on there for an hour. I did it yesterday with Richard. Uh, really good insight into investors. If you're just starting out for the first time, I recommend you actually listen to that and watch that. Okay, um, let me talk about um, next. Um, we're talking about um, what's actually concluded. Now, when I talk about what's concluded before I cover the wealth creation show about how to retire early, that's going to be a good one, eh? I'm really looking forward to that because I'll give you a huge insight into how I did it as well. So it's based on my personal experience about um, 17 years ago when I retired at 38. Um, okay, so what's over the line? Uh, well, Schooner Hill Road in St Andrews was a two-bedroom interest house and it sold in three weeks for 11% over the home report value at, at £272,000. Um, now, this actually got... Um, 20, 22,000 more than the home report value at that time, and that was 11% more. So that's the kind of prices they're going for a two-bedroom end terrace house in the Schooner Hill Road area in St Andrews. Um, admittedly, it was beautiful inside, um, and, and, and somebody's actually got a real bargain with that type of property, because I'll tell you, I sold a two-bedroom lower flat round the corner from that um, at 230,000 uh, a couple of years ago and um, so when you think about the amount of uplift and then the fact that that's a completely beautiful house inside open plan lounge kitchen dining room downstairs and it's a it's a it's a an end terraced house um it's it's good value for money in comparison um 
Coldstream Crescent um, over the line as well. Two bedroom linked detached bungalow. That sold in three weeks for 4% over the home report value. That went for another uh, £9,000 over the home report value. So it shows you what the prices are going for in the lead mouth area. Uh, Rose Street Methyl, again, um, that went for, uh, you, know, you know, this is one of the first ones that actually just went for just under the home report value. So we're starting to see properties actually getting just under the home report value. Um, could that be a surprise? Not really, because when you think about the logic of all the prices and increases that happened before over the successive years are now built into the new home report values when they're down, they're done. So if the if the market isn't running out of steam, it's just a, it's just equalizing where it should be in the first place. So the uplift has actually just come to a point where there's an equilibrium happening and a steadying off of the market. And so there's no surprise actually that that's actually happened. But that actually went for 97,500. So a two bedroom and terraced um, house in uh, Rose Street Methyl went for 97,500. Now, several years ago, I've got a funny feeling that went for about, that we were going for about 75,000. So that huge uplift in these years has come to an equilibrium where it actually stabilised the market and it's actually levelled off now. Um, Elm Grove and St Monans, two-bedroom semi-detached bungalow, sold in two weeks, 17% uh, over the home report value. Different regions demand different prices. This was 25,000 more than the home report value this went for. Um, two other people missed out on this type of property, Elm Grove and St Monans, two-bedroom semi-detached bungalow, had potential to extend upstairs as well. So if you've got this type of property in the St Monans East New Caria, then by all means, feel free to contact us. We'd love to hear from you and give you an appraisal of your property and where you are right now. This is not about when we come out to see and when I come out to see in particular, I'm not there to sell your house at that point in time. I'm there to look at your circumstances, give you a valuation of your house, give you the facts and then have a discussion with you about where you are right now and what you want to achieve. If I feel at the end of the conversation and just personally for me, if I feel that why would you do this or why would you want to sell if you are where you are right now and point out all the benefits of where you are and the fact that you might not get that way anywhere else, then then I will tell you that. And all our estate agents will tell you that. Um, if it's So it can give you the information you need to make the right decision for you and not look back and think, I wish I hadn't. So we're not there at that point in time to sell your house. We're there to give you the best advice. If it leads to selling your house and you make that decision for yourself based on the facts, then fantastic. And we'd love to be that these people that actually do that for you. It'd be a, a real privilege, actually. Um, okay, so let's talk finally about um, tomorrow. 12.30, Richard and I are going to be talking about this, how to retire early. Um, so what can I tell you about this show about how to retire early? Uh, let's see if I can give my wee intro here. Um, okay, if I asked you what the age of retirement in the UK was, most of you actually say 65 and onwards, or 67, or it's going to be 70 for me, or whatever it is. But why is that? Well, it's because retirement, when you think about it, has nothing to do with age. It's everything to do with money. We're all conditioned <laughs> to think at retirement because the government works on that principle. Retirement is all about, I'm going to work till I'm 65, I'm going to work till I'm 70, and then I'm going to have enough to retire. Well, the average lifespan is up to 82 year old. So you're going to work till 65, and then you're going to finally enjoy the rest of your days, um, um, you know, working for the next, well, free, so to speak, to do what you want to do for the next 15 or 20 years. Why would you not retire now then? 
It's everything to do with money. If you had all the money in the world, would you still be doing what you're doing right now? I would. <laughs> I love what I'm doing. Um, but would you? 9% of the people, by the way, love what they do. 91% of the people don't like what they do. I'm lucky enough to be the 9%. Um, so retirement is not about sitting on your porch day after day, watching the world go by or watching your dog die. That's not what retirement's all about. It's meaning to be able to do what you want to do when you want to do it and having the financial means to do it. So how can you retire early? Well, you don't need to go back to school to do this because I'm about to tell you tomorrow at 12.30 how to do this in a step-by-step -step approach. So tune in at 12.30 live. You can ask all the questions you want. More than happy to answer any questions, but it's based on my my path and what I did in order to do that and what I collectively know right now how I could have done that quicker. So literally, if you could use the analogy that I had a, a you know, I had a, a dirt track and I had a, 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 a reasonably priced car to drive in in order to get my journey. And this road went meandering back and forward, back and forward, side to side, all the way through. And that was my journey how I did everything from start to finish. What I've done is I've formulated all this process to retirement and I've basically put a, a, a tarmacked highway in place and it's a straight highway. I've provided a Ferrari or, or a Lamborghini for speed. Um, no bought one, by the way, uh, but for speed. And I can actually get, if I was to do this all over again, I would get there quicker than the eight years it took me to do that. So I tell people how to do this for free. That's it. Uh, why am I doing that? Well, I'm leaving a legacy and I'm leaving information for my children so they can watch this as well. And it just so happens we're recording it at the same time. So I thought, well, why not let everybody see this as well? Uh, not everybody will do this. Not everybody will believe what I'm about to tell them tomorrow. But that's the way it is. If you, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. It's as simple as that. A lot of people don't believe in themselves enough to think they could actually do it. But anybody could actually retire early and build wealth to do that. And I will tell you about that tomorrow at 12.30 on the Wealth Creation Show with Richard Cook. Uh, tune in on my public profile channel, my personal profile channel, our YouTube channel. And um, we also stream it. We also share it onto our office pages. Um, and 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 we also um, show it on the the private property investors group for five properties. We've have a private investors group. Um, and uh, if you want to join that, the details I think are on here, or they'll be on the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow as well. Uh, everything else after that, I'll just leave in here. Um, we have our instant valuation tool in here again. If you want to know the price of your property and the rough valuation of your property without actually even speaking to anyone, then put your information in the instant valuation tool. It gives you top, middle, and bottom. Um, if you want to know the rental value for a property you're thinking of renting or the property you've got just now that you're renting and you want to know the, the, what the market values are, put your details into that instant valuation tool and it will give you a top, middle and bottom valuation as well. Just to give you a quick explanation about what these are, the top is pristine condition property. You don't need to do anything to it. New bathroom, new kitchen, decorated carpeted all throughout. The middle is you probably move into the property and you'll change the bathroom and the kitchen as you go because it's fine just now. It's not the brand newest, but it's modern enough to tolerate it. The bottom valuation and instant valuation tool is generally 
you've probably got to do a wee bit of refurbishment either before you move in or as soon as you move in. It's new kitchen, new carpets, new bathroom um, and decoration. That's the kind of thing. So that's the three different valuation levels. So have fun with that. It's at your, it's at your, you know, your use. Um, you don't need to contact us to get that. You just click on the link and put your details in and you'll get the instant valuation of your property. Anyway, that's it, guys. Um, I've got a couple of questions coming in. I'll answer them because they're all about retirement tomorrow. Um, so I'll answer them on the Wealth Creation Show. So if you tune in, if you put your questions in there in the comments, if you tune in tomorrow on the Wealth Creation Show at 12.30, Richard and I will discuss that and we'll answer these questions as well. Uh, until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.